0: Hi, my name's Dr. Kirsten Hunter. I'm a clinical psychologist and I like to share psychology knowledge with everybody. Um, today I thought we'd talk about um, how to support loved ones with grief. It's an area that is incredibly important. We're all going to know somebody who has got a loved one who is going through grief and they, there we are with them and um, typically we don't know what to do. Most people, when we've got someone with us who's grieving, we just get really awkward. We don't know what to say. We tend to go quiet um, or we fuss or we talk about things that are really not important which can be very annoying to them and it's it's hard to get it right. It's really hard to get it right. So the reason why we find it so hard to, to support someone with grief is that it, we're uncomfortable. It's a scary topic. We know they're going through something that's enormous and it's really, really hard to, to kind of meet them at that point. So I guess the first point is just, just be quiet. Just be gentle and quiet with them. They've got so much going on. They're probably in a state of shock initially. Their minds are racing. They're full of huge emotions. Um, they, they don't really care about so much of what's happening around them in normal life stresses. It's all just, they've discovered it's all irrelevant. So just be gentle and just be quiet with them. Genuinely say, hey, how's your day going? Is it, um, is it a tough day? And I assume it's a tough day. Don't say, how's your day? Expecting them to turn back and say, yep, having a good day. More a case of, is, is today a bit of a tough day? And, and you're giving them permission to say, yeah, I'm having a really tough day or just give you a nod or say, "Yep, yeah, but I don't want to talk about it. And that's fine. So you're letting them know that you are comfortable to acknowledge what they're going through. Say to them, what can I do for you? Um, most people find it really hard to do self-care. It's my car, sorry. Hard to do self-care. So bringing meals is amazing. Um, can I come and clean your floors? Can I come and clean your kitchen? Don't do anything organisational. Don't do anything that, that might step over boundaries or might require them to come and get involved with any decision-making. Just really basic stuff. Um, offer to give them a lift. There's a very high statistic that car accidents tend to happen after, car, after um, funerals. That's not good. So obviously it's not just the funeral day, it's, it's that whole week and month around that time. So you can just practically help out in that way. You can say, hey, do you want to go for a walk? You know, do you want to come and help me in the garden? Um, you know, do you want to have some space? Do you want to have some time for yourself? Where are you at? What do you need? I had one person whose um, husband passed away, and you know what she needed? She needed someone to come and be her brain. She was overwhelmed with what she had to do. She literally couldn't, uh, you know, she didn't have her executive function. She couldn't think. And so she needed someone to sit with her and make a big, long list of all the things that she had to do. And that's what she needed help with. But she needed someone to say, hey, do you want me to come and be a second brain for you? So, everyone's different with what they need and I guess just being open to have the conversation but not be pushy. Be open to the fact that everyone's different in what they need. Throw in some suggestions but don't think you know what they should need and don't be pushy because they're very vulnerable and they don't have a lot of strength to be assertive at that point. Um, Yeah so I guess I guess just try to be as comfortable as you can with an incredibly uncomfortable topic. I've had some people who have had uh, a family member die and people actually scurry away from them in the grocery store. Good friends, because they're so freaked out. They don't know how to talk about death. Death scares them. So I get that. And um, so just a bit of a bit of gentle, um, a gentle approach, which says, I'm here in whatever form you want. I can talk about it, but I'm not going to push myself on you. Is really good. Now, the second thing that's really important is to realise that it's really harsh, but everybody else's life kind of gets on and moves on. They might focus on the person for a month, you know, sadly, and then they still think of the person, but they get caught up in the the rat race of their life. Whereas a person who's grieving is still in shell shock, really. And so, just be sensitive, not to talk about rubbish topics with them because they don't care. Um, Don't expect that they're back to their old self. Just be very um, aware that they're frozen in time in their grief and try to be sensitive to that. You know, if it's really helpful to bring them meals, keep bringing them meals. If helping them with with their house is helping them, try to keep going. Um, Just forget, don't forget (laughs) that uh, their life is not moving on like yours is. And even if you say that, how amazing is that to say, hey, I get it. You must be really pissed off that everyone else is life is everyone else's life is moving on and and you're probably not and how amazing to feel heard and to have someone really understand you so there you go everybody that's how you can help someone with grief it's a very challenging um, thing to do okay so if you want to catch me online I've got the website with lots and lots of free uh, resources for you kirstenhunterauthor.com Facebook and Instagram is Kirsten Hunter Author and TikTok, I believe, and Twitter KirstenHunterAU. Thanks. See you later.